Hello podcast people, this is AC from AC Toy Design, you are listening to You Like Toys episode 10, oh snap, and I am podcasting from the porch. Alright folks, thank you for tuning in, like I said... This is episode 10. This is the, what, the bedazzled anniversary. Uh, I'm out on the porch. Uh, I have a lot to share with you. I want to seriously thank you. 10 episodes, it doesn't, may not seem like much, but I used to podcast on a pretty decently sized podcast um, about 10 years ago. There's another 10. Um, and I've missed it ever since. And so starting this back again um, has been awesome, at least as an outlet. I know I've got very few listeners, but I really appreciate those that do. I found out a good friend of mine today gave, a, gave the podcast a listen who really, he appreciates horror and toys and he's about my age. So he, he uh, appreciates the, the nostalgia as well. But he's kind of on the outside of this bubble that I'm in. And uh, it was good to hear his feedback. Said he really liked it. Um, and that was good enough for me. <laughs> Said it was like like having a conversation with me, except he couldn't reply or respond. So that's cool. And he also used to live in this neighborhood. So, uh, Randy, if you're listening to this one, um, the neighborhood misses you. And... Hopefully, hopefully you'll get something from the sounds that, uh, that are out here on the porch. Anyway, um, so yeah, what are we talking about? Uh, I'm trying to think if I got any housekeeping to handle. I'll start you guys off. Anybody new to the podcast, I am on the porch in Chicago. It's a beautiful night. I thought it would be cooler than it is right now. Um, so I bundled up, <coughs> excuse me, um, but it's actually not bad. I think it's about 50, 55. I can kind of see my breath. Not, not quite. Uh, it's relatively clear. Um, the winter is coming. And I'm ready. Uh, I like the cool weather. So yeah, so first timers, we, we may get some sirens, some dogs. I don't know, it's pretty calm. I don't think any wind tonight. Um, hopefully plane won't crash on me. Every once in a while I get some shooting stars. I definitely got some constellations tonight with just very few clouds. So that is the weather forecast. Um, what else? Let's see. Uh, YouTube channel. YouTube channel is kicking. Uh, I guess I'm about a weekend. So the first week was pretty awesome. It was a lot of fun. Unbelievable positivity. Not a single, <laughs> not a single troll reared its head. Um, had some awesome comments. I try to answer all of them. I haven't checked it today or yesterday, but uh, if there's new comments, I'll check it out. You guys go check out the YouTube channel. Um, I am going to shoot for a video a week. If I can do an extra one, I will. Um, If you're on the Patreon, you're going to get a bonus, either early or bonus footage or something. I'm going to do something video-wise to add to the exclusive stuff on the Patreon. Um, 
what else? Uh, so yeah, check out the YouTube. I've got right now. I've got two uh, tutorials up there, demonstrations, and I just finished the third video, which is going to show the other half of why I started that YouTube channel, which is kind of the other half of me, and that's the collecting half. So I shared a couple videos of like how to do stuff in tutorials, and now I did a video of. Uh, what I collect and what inspires the work that I do. So I hope you guys dig it. I think if you're a vintage 80s person, toys, I think you'll you'll dig what I put up there. Uh, that'll be on probably by the time you hear this. Uh, that third, third video will be up. So go check that out. Um, and I'm going to move on to what I really am excited to talk about. All right. So yeah, uh, the YouTube channel, I totally spaced AC Toy Design YouTube channel. That's how you find it. Um, dog is not out here with me tonight. She just took a whiz and now she's packing it in or something. I don't know. She's probably, I don't know what she's doing. She's playing, eating something, um, putting poo in my pillow. It's always fun. Uh, so this past weekend... I've talked about this, I've probably mentioned this before, I've definitely mentioned this on the Patreon, but I, so my nostalgia runs deep, real deep. Um, I'm an 80s kid, and I grew up, spent a little time in St. Charles, Illinois, and anybody who's familiar with that town knows that it's on the Fox River, which is just a, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, it is definitely the only suburb that I can think of. We're about to get a motorcycle zooming through. A little crotch action. Um, it's the only suburb that I would leave the city for. I need that water just to, to see things moving. I need to be able to see something that wasn't there that's moving past me and it's moving on to the next person, to the next town. If everything is just stagnant and lag, landlocked, I go crazy. I feel... Um, claustrophobic uh, so yeah it's a beautiful little suburb town um, I guess I was there about 83, 84, 85 86 is what I want to say so three and a half, four years uh, second, third I don't know I'm sorry, third, fourth, fifth third, fourth grade, second, third, fourth grade, something like that I don't know, the best years the best years, best Historically, the best years in pop culture. You can research that. And, uh, man, just everything happened then. It was crazy. Uh, movies, music, Max Headroom, Pepsi Coke Challenge, all that stuff. I, I did it in St. Charles. I uh, discovered, you know, like, horror there. I found Sven Gulli and watched my first horror movie, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, back when he was on Saturday uh, afternoons. Um, fell in love with scary stuff. Um, what else? Found my first video store. Experienced my first video store. All those awesome VHS covers on the racks where you grab it and walk up. They go get it. Uh, like Randy and I were talking about today, a lot of times it wasn't there because some dude 
or some kid or some somebody else had it. They only had like two copies. They didn't return it on time. Bogus. Um, but yeah, it's October right now. We're approaching, ho- we're about halfway to Halloween, th- or halfway through October, almost to Halloween. Um, and St. Charles, more than any town I've that I know of or definitely have experienced, embraces Halloween like nobody's business. And they've been doing it for decades, long before I was ever there uh, as a kid. And they're doing it now. And they do it in such a fashion. Big truck, big truck. Um, they do it in such a fashion that it's like anybody can participate. Anybody can enjoy it from young to old. Um, it's 100% all age appropriate and just embracing uh, no exclusivity. It's amazing. It's an amazing time. Um, and when I was a kid, there was a year round like mask shop or Halloween shop or something, um, where you could go in and get like spooky stuff, uh, masks. I remember my dad getting us some masks for Halloween there, but throughout the year you could go in, it was like down the steps and under like below the main level, uh, street level. And when we moved out of there, I lost track of the whole town, obviously, but that place closed um, and has probably been closed for decades. But the town does this annual scarecrow fest and it's awesome. Anybody can participate. You make a scarecrow, you put it on display in like the main town square. There's like a main, there's a literal main street that runs through and there's the river that I mentioned. And, uh, so that Scarecrow Fest that we used to do when we were kids still goes on, and that's what we did this past weekend, me and my family and some friends. Went back to St. Charles. It's like an hour, hour and a half away. Um, we try to do it every year, and man, it was just so much fun. This was probably the best year that it's been uh, that I can remember in a while. Uh, the Scarecrows were just, like, tip-top. Um, <laughs> they... They, I'll post, I'll definitely, um, when I post this podcast on the Patreon, I will post tons of pictures to go with it so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But the scarecrows were tip top and they ranged from everything to like scary to family to kids and whatever else in between. Um, I brought my dog with, she's a trooper. 12 hours we were gone, 12 hours hanging out in the backpack and walking around doing stuff. Got some good pictures with her. Um, But yeah, the Scarecrow Fest, awesome. There's all kinds of like carnival stuff and really terrible food. Um, Walking, they do all kinds of booths and craft booths and craft stuff. and it's, It's just awesome. Really good time. But this year, what made this year even better and more spectacular... Um, I want to make sure I get this right because I've been saying it wrong, Uh, is this store that opened up 18 months ago, so it's entering into its second year, uh, or it's halfway through its second year, Um, and it's called Ghoulish Mortal, Ghoulish Mortals, Mortals, Ghoulish Mortals, check them out, ghoulishmortals.com, they're on Facebook, Instagram, the whole deal, Um, and this is a, this store is picking up the mantle of that 80s Halloween mask store that I just mentioned that 
has since closed down and has gone long gone. This Ghoulish Mortals is picking up where that left off in a way that just it blew my mind. My brother and I had heard about this place like a year ago or so when it opened up. And we um, we were like, yeah, we got to go. What are we doing? We got to go to the check it out. So this is our first time in there. And you walk in and it's a 20, it's a, sorry, it's a year round, 365 days. I'm sure they're closed on Sundays or something like that. No, they're not even closed on Sundays. I was talking to the guy. He was telling me about Sundays. <clears throat> I'll get to that. Um, Sundays they have like this events. It's awesome. Um, but you walk in and it's like right off the bat. The whole store is like separated into sections of horror. Um, so like right when you walk in is the Universal Monsters setup, uh, retail setup, whatever paraphernalia which is just so genius because everybody knows universal monsters whether you are the oldest person on the planet or whether you are the the youngest cognizant conscious person on the planet you know what a dracula is you know what a what frankenstein is the wolfman the gill man bride of frankenstein invisible man who am i leaving out mummy you know those archetypes. So right when you walk in, you, you're hit with that. And it's everything from like coasters and pins and buttons and stickers and just like pa- paintings, pictures, all kinds of stuff. Um, and the cool thing about the store is that it's probably, I want to say it's like 30, 40, maybe 50% local artists. And it's like, top-notch awesome artists um and so you move in from the universal monsters and off to the the next section like right off to the side is like current pop culture you know like stranger things and um art deco type style uh art monster art and stuff so that kind of captures the the zeit the current zeitgeist pop culture horror um, you move, you slowly move back and you get into like a little more macabre and zombie stuff and you go even further back and you get into that dirty, like Texas Chainsaw, Victor Crowley stuff, um, swampy. They had like a setup. It was like a, the front porch of like, I could see it being like the front, por- it, it was totally the front porch almost of like Victor Crowley's home, right? Uh, what is that? What are those movies called? Jangus or something. Um, the, the hillbilly swamp, Louisiana slasher guy. Um, and it's like, it's just each, each section is this great setup, uh, like a zombie setup. And then all the way in the back, the last setup was like the, you know, really like gritty, gory clowns and bloody mad scientist stuff. I mean, it was just, it was phenomenal, this setup. I'm not even doing it justice describing it like this. I sound like an idiot, but amazing, amazing store. Uh, the owner's name is Warwick and his wife, they own it. I forgot, I didn't meet his wife. She was there. Really nice people. Uh, amazing, amazing curating abilities from these guys, these two, these folks. Um, and the store was just like, I mean, St. Charles downtown that day, this was this past Saturday, was just like 
popping. Like, it was packed with people. I've never seen so many people in a suburb just walking around. It was like being downtown Chicago on a on a Saturday or Sunday in July. Um, and, yeah, I mean, these people, they just constantly coming in. It was like these waves and waves of people coming in. Um, God, it was just such a great store. If you guys are anywhere in the Chicago area, anybody listening, um, go check it out. It's worth, if you're in the downtown area of Chicago, you could hop on the Metra and take that west, get off at, in the last stop is Geneva. You get off there and then just shoot a little Uber um, or Lyft to the next town, which is St. Charles. It's like a five minute drive from there. It's worth it. You walk around, spend the day, it's a blast. Um, so yeah, gotta give them a shout out. I got a really cool little little haul from, you know, I wanted to grab some stuff from the store, support your local business, small business, support them. Um, we're all gonna be eating Amazon french fries. You don't wanna do that. <clears throat> eBay soup. Um, let's see, what else? So yeah, we left there. I spent like an hour and a half in that store and it's, it's a small store. Oh, and then that's what I wanted to say. So um, he's got a downstairs area, get this, where he has diversified and always diversify. Um, and he's, on the weekends, they do, on Sunday morning, they show old Godzilla, Japanese Godzilla and uh, shows and kids can come in with their pajamas and a bowl of cereal and eat and watch Godzilla. How awesome is that? And then during the week, they do kids' birthday parties. You can do that. They do adult parties, not like gross ones, but like just adults hanging out without kids. Um, watching, they, they show, I think two nights a week, they do B-horror movies. Um, and it just sounds like such a blast. Made me want to think about the possibility made me want to think about entertaining the possibility of moving out there but I'm not so it was awesome all right so then we left there and then we went to uh rocket fizz the candy store which is just this massive place they had a just a, such an awesome vibe colorful bright color popping popping pop colors craziness and then I oh that's why I kept saying pop. I wasn't having a stroke. Um, they got like this, the biggest selection of sodas that I've ever seen. Um, soda pop. Bacon, mushroom, grass flavored. What is that? Nobody drinks that. I'm not drinking that. Um, candy like you've never seen. Just candy. It's a candy store. Rocket Fizz. I, apparently they're a chain. Other people have heard of them. <clears throat> Check them out. It was great. They had like scorpions, real scorpions in, a, in candy. So they like, killed some scorpions and put them in some candy so that you could eat it, so that like Westerners can eat it. Cause that's what we do. We, we like put scorpions in candy cause just regular candy isn't good enough. You gotta put scorpions in it. Put scorpions in my candy. It's like, it's like gobstoppers aren't good enough. Skittles, no, not good enough. I want scorpions in my candy. I don't understand that. But it was awesome. I didn't try it, but it looked cool. Um, what else? So we spent some time there. We walked around. We felt the vibe. It was awesome. Halloween was in effect. 
And then we finish off the night at Sunny Acres. Now, anybody listening to this from Chicago, you know Sunny Acres. You know. You know. Sunny Acres has been going on forever, too. It's like a farm with a pumpkin patch and a haunted barn and, and funnel cakes, um, apple cider donuts. Um, so I always hold out on getting a pumpkin until I get there and buy my pumpkin. We did the haunted hayride. My dog was a trooper again in the backpack. I mean, this place was just crazy. It was Halloween Central. I think we waited in line for like an hour to get on the haunted hayride, which was awesome. And I'll tell you two best parts of that hayride. One was like you roll up and it's like 30 people in this hay truck thing, whatever you call it, that's being dr- driven by a you know a tractor like a legit giant big wheel tracker tractor and you roll up on this path you roll up on these zombies that are in this chain link fence area and they're like all doing their zombie thing and they're up on the other side there's a guy with a machine gun he's shooting at him and you're like in the crossfire all of a sudden the there's this massive explosion sound and the fence falls down and the zombies come running out at you at the hay hay tractor hay, the hay ride tractor thing it's, it was crazy it was crazy it scared me like the, the boom it was like boom it's like boom boom but uh, and then the other cool thing was they there as you come around the, the bend there's like a lake area and they got the nice canoe out there and some sleeping bags in the tent and all of a sudden Jason shows up and he's got his sti- his sword, whatever, his stick, so- his uh, machete, his machete, sword. And he's like, I missed him on the on the first go. And I look back and I, and I saw him. I'm glad I missed him because I looked back and I saw him in the shadows just hanging out in the cut with his sword and just like hanging out. Whoever was playing it was like big. It was awesome. Looked just like, uh, looked just like my guy. Uh, of course, I'm not remembering his name. Of course, but uh, man, it was just so good, so good. Um, so that that was the night. Finished that up. It was like a 12-hour ordeal. Um, the whole day, not an ordeal. Ordeals are bad. 12-hour escapade, uh, like Paula Abdul style. Man, it was great. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's my favorite time of year. And that just made it, you know, just sealed the deal. Back when we were, when I was a kid doing the St. Charles thing, um, the thing that really got me out of all of it was that every year at Halloween, it, it was one of those neighborhoods like straight up out of the movie Halloween, like straight up. That And, uh, and there was... You know, everybody was in. Everybody had their candy. They were all like, yeah, bring it on. But there was one guy or one house, one family, I don't know who, down the block that would go just bonkers. It was bananas, the setup he had. You walk up to the yard and you just stand there as a kid and your jaw dropped because he had TVs in the ground showing Thriller, like in the ground with like hands coming out, like real TVs showing the movie Thriller, like like a half dozen of them just scattered around. Um, and then there were games. I remember some kind of wood and some strings. You pull some strings and there's wood 
and the wood and the strings work together in some kind of game. You get candy. You walk up, you trick or treat, trick or treat, get your candy. It was just like festivities. And this guy went out of his way. Ah, so good. Every year when we go back, I check to see if he's still doing his thing, but I think he moved. I don't know where. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Happy Halloween to you guys. I know it's early, but um, I hope you dig it. Uh, I guess the, the uh, last thing I'm going to say is if you guys don't know what Shudder is, it's like the horror Netflix. Um, Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead brought back Creepshow. I've been watching that. It's pretty decent. It's worth a watch. Get you in the Halloween mood. Uh, if you can't make it out to St. Charles, turn that on. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening to me ramble. It's a real special time. Real special. So, closing up. <clears throat> I was just looking at my notes and a couple other things I wanted to mention. Um, uh, let's see. NYCC, New York Comic Con, was like a couple weeks ago, a week ago, week and a half ago, two weekends ago, something like that. And I'm always checking that out, monitoring with my eyeballs to see what kind of toys are coming out. And every year, every year without fail, uh, the the team that comes out on top is Super 7. Um, they don't sponsor this this podcast. <laughs> but man, are they doing some stuff. And they they just they 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 know they know that they've got their finger on the pulse, man, of like they got the finger on the pulse, man, of like not just horror stuff, but everything they do, especially in that reaction line that they do. Um it's just so, like, it's just so right. I don't know. But every year they put out um, at New York Comic Con, every year they do, like, a, a different set of the Universal Monsters figures, which date back, if you recall, the, to the 1980, well, before that, obviously, there were renditions and renderings and toys that were based on the Universal Monsters from the inception in the 30s moving forward probably most of it was in the 50s and 60s as far as collectibles um the original stuff but the thing that really busted through was that 1980 remco universal monsters kenner style figures and there was like a play set and a uh monster what's it called monsterizer i think monster machine monsterizer you put your figure in, shut it, it does a little do thing. Um, and then that's a really rare piece because nobody was really interested. But that that Universal Monsters 1980 Remco set is one of my f- favorite, maybe my all-time favorite toy line in history. It might be. It really might. It's definitely top three. Because when you think about it, somebody says like, hey, what's your favorite toy line of all time? Obviously, it's going to be in the 80s. Um, you know, I love GoBots, I love Transformers, I love G.I.G.I., I love Star Wars. Who doesn't? But then you got your obscure stuff. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, like Adventure People, which isn't terribly obscure, but it's it's more obscure. Um, Air Raiders, Centurions, Inhumanoids, Supernaturals. Who else is over there? Um, 
wheeled warriors, mask, you know, all that stuff is just phenomenal. Um, even like the super, like the Flash Gordon out of the late 70s, early 80s stuff, um, all that stuff is amazing. But when I'm looking at all my stuff, the thing that really just hits home is that Remco 1980 Universal Monsters set. It's amazing. Go look it up if you've never seen it. No, don't look it up. I'm going to give you pictures of it on the Patreon. I'm going to post pictures. Uh, if you guys are interested in that Patreon, uh, checking it out, um, it fuels everything from there has now begun to fuel the podcast, the YouTube channel, um, exclusive content, the articles and tutorials that I write. That is just, that Patreon is key. So if you guys um, feel like helping out, check it out, patreon.com slash Design. Um, and I'm going to post a bunch of pictures with this uh, podcast. But, um, yeah, it's awesome. So, tying that into Super 7 NYC, uh, New York Comic Con. Two, let's see, I think three years ago they put out like a Universal Monsters, <clears throat> it was like a translucent blue set and a translucent green set, like slime style. And they came in like a mausoleum. I missed out on those. I'd really like to track one down, but they're, they're kind of pricey. Um, and then the following year, which was last year, they did these, uh, well, let me skip to this year. This year they did a, they retooled the bodies. They kept reusing the same bodies that they had been using, which are great. And they are based on the eighties Remco set, like almost verbatim with, uh, updated heads almost. Um, so this year they released a new tooling, new sculpt for the bodies and they, are, they were all glow-in-the-dark figures, which also Remco did a regular line and a glow-in-the-dark line in, the, in 1980. Um, and so the new ones are glow-in-the-dark, new sculpts, and they come in this great packaging. Uh, and it was the first time, you know, they did like Dracula, Frankenstein, Mummy, whatever. Uh, but this was the first time this year that they released a return, return or revenge, Revenge of the Creature. So the Creature from the Black Lagoon, Gilman. Uh, it's always just been your standard Gilman figure, which is awesome. But this year they released the Return, or Revenge, I'm sorry. And what he's getting revenge on, it's a trilogy. Because in the first one, you, they, they try to shoot him. You think he's dead. Second one, turns out he's not dead. They catch him and they put him in like SeaWorld. Mofos. They put him in SeaWorld and they got chains on him. So this Revenge of the Figure that they put out this year, along with the rest of them, is glow-in-the-dark, new sculpt, and he's got the chains on his hands and legs that show and depict his condition in movie. Amazing. So I, need, I, I didn't get those either. Um, track, down, track those down, hopefully, sometime. But, uh, the one, but I did go out, uh, or I put an offer in on eBay for last year's, which I skipped over, last year's was these, um, it was the same line, same style, the old sculpt, uh, but they came in this like coffin-shaped card back, real thick, with Japanese writing on it, really colorful, um, and, the, and they're translucent, translucent, and they're just like vibrant, these really cool translucent silvery figures, and the one that I picked up the other day, because I got a good deal on it, was the Bride of Frankenstein, she is... Uh, she might be my favorite character design 
out of all of those figures. Not necessarily my favorite character, but her character design is is phenomenal. That white dress and that Marge Simpson hair that goes back with the stripe on it, the shock of white and the black. Um, And if you've ever watched that movie, I mean, it's a great movie, but she's only in the last five minutes of it. Um, I'm not giving you a spoiler alert. That movie's like 1939 or something. Um, But yeah, she's only in like the last five minutes as the bride, the characters in the movie, but as the bride. But she's just cool, man. She's such a cool design. So I picked her up from last year's NYCC Super 7 um, offering. And it's just a really cool figure. And the card back is super thick. So it's a really nice display piece. Uh, I'll put a picture of that in there as well. Anyway, I'm starting to ramble. It's cold out here. It's getting cold. It's seeping in like it does. You walk out and you're not really cold right off the bat. But then it seeps in. And like I'm holding my phone and my fingers are getting a little cold whatever you know how it works so thank you guys for tuning in episode 10 a little longer i say it's appropriate uh check out the youtube channel i try to uh i'm not that's just me that's how i am on the youtube i get a little excited when i podcast i get that sort of like i don't know what that, that spirit, that like, whoosh, that energy, whoosh, whoosh, like, yeah, it gets me, that podcasting energy, um, that's still me, but on YouTube, that's more me, I'm a little more relaxed, um, plus it's visual, so I can, I can relax a little bit, on the podcast, I gotta keep you guys entertained, right, and I'm probably not even doing that, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, episode 10. Thank you guys so much. Check out the YouTube channel, AC Toy Design. Um, if you feel like helping out, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash AC Toy Design. Almost everything I do is AC Toy Design. Instagram's the same thing. Um, if you want to see some cool 80s stuff, um, mom gave them away on Instagram. That's the other, the other half of my brain. And you guys know the, you like toys, man. So much to remember, right? Just write it all down when you listen to this podcast. Just have a pad of paper and a pen. Write it all down. Uh, So anyway, thank you guys. Uh, Thanks to all the new friends that I've made over the last few months with the Patreon and and YouTube and the podcast. Really good response. Positivity all around. I love it. I love you. Um, Stay frosty. Keep your head up. Times get hard. I know it. But uh, we get through. We get through together. So I will see you in the future. Take care.